the homos talk show. It's your boy Troy Reeks music with my New York leather today. Aaron Mack and I am here. Chef Jonathan Broadwater, hottest chef you haven't heard about yet. Cody Todd, the hottest trans rapper that you probably heard of. I'm in Jersey now, by way of Queens, New York. I'm from North New Jersey, Brick City. Um, okay. Right here, what on Verse TV? What's up, everybody? What, what's, what's up, everybody? I'm going to fix my hat to the front a little bit. It's your boy, Troy Reeks Music, and you're now tuning into the Homos Talk Show right here. What? On Verse TV. Feel me? But, you know, we got some people in the room. So, you know, boy, Troy Reeks New York with my New York leather today. So I'm going to keep it moving and see who else we got in the building. Talk to me. Who else we got in the building? My name is Aaron Mack, and I am here. And he's here, right here. What? Live with us right now. I couldn't think of anything else to say. All right, all right, all right. It's okay. It's all right. And you're live in in effect. Is this thing always recording? It is. Um, (laughs) Next up, we got the building. Talk to me, talk to me. It's me, Chef Jonathan Broadwater. Um, The hottest chef you haven't heard about yet. Ooh, Spicy. Okay, felt that one. All right, see you. And last but not least, the lady of the night in the building tonight. Talk to me. What's going on, guys? It's Cody Daw, the hottest trans rapper that you probably heard of. Period. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Period. Yeah, I'm gonna check out because the music is hot, y'all. In the building, she's with us all week long, so she'll especially one-on-one interview. So you guys be ready for that. All of that good stuff. Us, so yeah. for, right, she's gonna be here all week. And so before all- we move on. Let's find out where everybody's from. Y'all know where I'm from. I'm from Harlem, New York. I moved to the Bronx recently, but I'm in Atlanta right now. My dad's house, Locos Den. So, uh, in Atlanta right now. Be back home this week. Uh, Aaron, talk to me. Where you, where you from? Where you at? What you doing? What you represent? So, I'm going to represent a little farther back because tonight we're all representing New York. And I have to throw in the fact that I was born in New York and I spent the first part of my childhood there. But now I'm in I, I'm in Cleveland right now. All right now. Browns won. Browns won. Go Browns. I don't follow. Uh, the and the Browns won. Yay. Make it history. Mm-hmm. History. Got it. Also, I, I, yeah. Make it history. I see. I saw that. My dad made me watch it. Yeah. All right. I don't. Chef J. JB. Talk to him. Where you from? Well, I'm in Jersey now, by way of Queens, New York. New York. But I've been in Jersey about six years now. Come on. I was in New York with a jersey, too, so I get it. Better living. Got it. <laughs> All right, go G. Talk to the people. Let them know where you're from, where you're living, what you're doing. How's it going? Period. So I'm I'm from North New Jersey, Brick City. Um, York. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I just recently moved to New York, like, two years ago on my own. So I'm currently in New York right now, but I'm from Jersey. Yeah. From North Jersey, New- living in New York, living the life, doing the thing. Okay. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. a little hard. It's a little hard. I got a little stumbles a little along the way, but I'm maintaining. Listen, that's gonna be all right because you're gonna have a chance to talk about all that in a minute. So don't you worry. When we get to your one-on-one, you're gonna be able to tell them, tell them the real story, the real truth, what's goody out in these streets. But <laughs> we're here for the homeless yeah. culture right now. So let's get to the tea. Homos tea, y'all, right here. So kicking a homeless tea is gonna be myself with the best us of Ashanti versus what Keisha Cole. 
Bum, bum, bum. Unfortunately, it did not actually happen, right? But uh, we're going to have our own little right here, right now, in this moment. So we're going to do the best what we can. We're going to do, be- do the best us we can, okay? <laughs> so without further ado, um, we got a couple segments of this, a couple parts of this. First part is this. What is your strongest song from each artist's first, then second album? First, we got Keisha Cole with The Way It Is. 2005 album with the lead, the lead single on that was I Changed My Mind. And Ashanti's first album was Ashanti, self-titled 2002, with lead single Foolish. And the second album of Keisha Cole was Just Like You, 2007, with the lead single Let It Go. And Ashanti's second was Chapter 2, 2003, with lead single Rock With You. So I'm going to start with Sir Aaron on the best desktop. Tell me, strongest, what are the strongest songs for each artist on the first and second album? Go with Keisha and then go with Ashanti. Oh, right. So first album for Keisha, I I love Keisha. I, I, I was not, and I, and I have that first album. It was never really a huge listener for me, mm-hmm. but I, I'll go with the big hit single because I did like that song, Love. Love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's my song. Yeah. But I know once we start kissing. Got you. Okay. <laughs> right. You thought the record was broken. Got it. Oh. <laughs> yes. And Ashanti's first album. I didn't love her single Foolish. And I know that was the big one. And then she came out with Unfoolish and all of that, blah, blah, blah. I didn't love either one of them. My <laughs> roommates, because that was freshman year for me, liked it. I, I, I wasn't a, a big fan. But I did like her song, Baby. And everybody was talking about her sideburns back then. Not Baby. Yes, Baby. Happy. Happy. Na, 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 na. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah that. Talking about happy. Happy. Yeah. I'm talking about happy. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. That's question number one. X for you. Got you. All right, cool. So I'm going to go to myself. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to start with Keisha. Keisha Kyle. Okay. I'm going to start with Keisha Kyle. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say what my favorite song is, because you asked what favorite song is, the strongest song. So I'm going to go strongest song for the first album for me is... um. I should have cheated because I know like she was in a, it was a lot of people that was going through a lot of things that felt like I should have cheated. And I was like, you know what? Dang. You know, I'm not a cheater. I'm not a cheater, but maybe I, <laughs> I'm just playing around. I'm going to stop. Yeah, because, you know, um, I just felt like there was a lot of people going through that. Like that, I, I wouldn't right. cheat, but I was definitely singing that shit. I, I was definitely singing it. So I definitely get it. So Keisha Cole, I'm going to give her the strongest song on that is the way it is. Um, and so when it comes to Ashanti, I'm gonna um what you said about accident earlier. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna actually say, baby, that was my to me her strongest song. Cause anytime I think about Shanti, that's the one thing I think about. So <laughs> one thing I always think about every time I think about Ashanti, that's it. And her whole life. You say Ashanti, that's where I go. So yeah, that's gonna be my that's gonna be my uh strongest for Ashanti on the on the first album. Okay, all I gotta do first and second. I forgot. Let me go back to Keisha Code then. Sorry. Oh, all right, so when it comes well, to- we were doing first album, and then we were oh, we only did first. Second. Okay, all right, cool. So that's first. Okay, cool. so, J- so John, so JB, talk to me. First album, each person, give me a stronger song. Mm, okay, so 
I mean, you guys picked both of mine <laughs> because they were like the most popular. Um, Can so, still be. That's okay. Yeah. So it's um. So Keisha Cole. We're gonna do Keisha Cole first. Then it would be Love, even though you know she couldn't perform it live. I really like that song, and that was. <laughs> <laughs> she, her breath wasn't coming together uh, but love the long that, note <laughs> the breath or the note <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah that was a dope song um, I think I mean that kind of put her on the map that was her, her top single so, gotcha. so that's what I heard the most and then Ashanti it would also be yeah baby cause I mean I feel like even during the summer now you could still put that on with your windows down and everybody's gonna be rocking and singing. Yeah. And that that little Vinny, I can see the worst thing here on God's green earth. That oh yeah. 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 Okay. always a bump. Always a bump. All right. All right. So Miss Gaudi, talk to me. First, okay. each artist first. Mm-hmm. So Keisha Cole, literally, I, I grew up on Keisha Cole's music and Ashanti. Like I was like a kid growing up on both of their musics. My mom was obsessed with uh, Keisha Cole's first album. That song, Love, I can't even count how many car rides home I heard it, like my mom would blast it on the radio because my mom was going through something with her guy, you feel me? So she she would blast that song by Keisha Cole, Love, so much, and I heard it so much, and I got, I I started having a real liking into it because, you know, once I got older and heard it, I understood it more, like the lyrics and what she was saying. Like, I understood what she was saying. Like, so I would say for Keisha Cole's first album, definitely love. Um, And then Ashanti's first album, I would say, even though you guys don't really like, I would say Foolish. I really do. I like Foolish from Ashanti. So, like, I, I like, I like um, it's catchy and I like how soft and like how I, I really like how vibrant and soft Ashanti's voice is and I like her flow on that song so I would say for her first song I would say full, Foolish for Ashanti's first album and Keisha Cole I would say Love definitely boom just like that alright so we're gonna keep it moving we know what we're doing Aaron second album each artist started with Keisha let's go alright so from, I'm gonna go with another single The second album was the album that brought me to Keisha Cole. Like, really. Because I, I, there were a number of songs that she had that I related to. Like the, I remember was my jam, but the Mm -hmm. song that I will give it to, because I used to sing, I remember to an ex-boyfriend of mine, but the song that I will give it to is (laughs) Heaven sent. Which one? Yeah. Heaven sent. Oh, you stole my song. Come on back out of here. Um, yeah. yeah. And as for Santi, mm-hmm. now I, I'm going to do something a little different and not name a single. Now, I did like her song, Rock With You. Oh, baby. Oh, and I know some people got um, annoyed by her saying that so many times. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> But I, I actually liked it. But my favorite on that album that I would play the most and it was the strongest for me is her song, I Found Love In. There was something about that 80s kind of 
throwback that she had on it that I was like, yes, ma'am. All right. You was feeling it? Gives you those 80s vibes going back to it? Well, the 80s synthesizer were big. Got you. Got you. It was the 80s synthesizer for me. Got it. Okay. So for me, I'm going to go with Kitchen's second album. Heaven Sent really was it for me. And I told you you took that already, so I'm, I'm not going to step away from it. Um, Heaven Sent. I remember it was like the one that everybody like I knew was singing, but Heaven Sent was the So exactly what you said, Sir Aaron Mack, that was the same answer to how I felt. So I ain't going to step away from it. Boom. Okay. So that was mine. So question number one. All right, JB. Talk to me, Chef. Give me a top two for, uh, oh, oh, I didn't give you my Ashanti. My bad, my bad. I messed up. I just realized that. Uh, Ashanti number two. Okay. So when it comes to the, oh, don't do that to me. So when it comes to the second one, I would say, I would say, oh, that's fine. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I told you I only had one Ashanti song. Um, what was the lead song from this album? Who baby that one? But that's the one for me. I'm sorry. That's all I'm gonna give you for Ashanti. I really wasn't okay. I wasn't checking for that back then. I'm sorry. I was too oh, focused on Keisha Cole. Um, so yeah, don't put me on her side because she's gonna be mad at me. Um, I'm gonna go with uh JB top two for a uh, second album. Each person. Keisha first. So Miss Keisha, a second album. (laughs) Miss Keisha, yes. Uh, Second album was Let It Go For Me. I feel like that was just like, I first and foremost had Missy Elliott in it. So, (laughs) you know, that, that, you know, anybody from this, my generation, if it's, if it got Missy on it, it was something hot. So, Mm Mm-hmm. Um, just the way that it started with um, she came in full force and it was like no music and then the beat dropped in it it was just like dun, 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 let it go and sometimes you just need to let I, I still play that shit now because there's a lot of shit I need to let go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, I get it we all do got it um, right. so Ashanti's second album for me I did a lot of skipping on that album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was talking. Go ahead. The album art was really nice. I really liked the album art. I could I could rock with that. Me um, too, though. <laughs> no, like no shade for real. Like I really like the album art on that one. Um, but the album itself was probably a dub for me. Um, I've been kind of trying to go through them. And if I had to, if I had to pick, maybe I would have to hit the um, the don't let them. That one was kind of dope and it had a dope video to it. Really? All right now. Okay, okay. All right. Well, we got to get, well, you know, Goatley's opinion on the last second album for each artist. Number one song for you was the strongest. What do you think? Okay, so hands down. For Keisha Cole, I would say Let It Go featuring Missy Elliott and Little Kim. Like, everybody that knows me knows that I'm a big Lil' Kim fan. She actually is one of the few artists that inspired me to start rapping. So I would say, look, I would say that song for me because 
you know, just you need to get like that song was so catchy to me. And then I love Little Kim's part. Here's mm -hmm. a little lesson, Little Kim, don't stress them. Like, hey, <laughs> like right. I would definitely say Let It Go for um, Keisha Cole, the second album, her second album. And um, that album was really good, too. Um, my mom would play that album nonstop because, like I said, my mom was a big um, Keisha Cole fan. So that song stood out to me. Um, had one of my favorite artists on it, Little Kim. So definitely Let It Go for Keisha's second album. Then for Ashanti's album, Chapter 2, um, I don't know, bro. I would say the most song that stick out to me on that album was Will Be Baby, the, the baby song, because it's like, I couldn't really, that album, I didn't really feel like that, but I would say that's, that that was the most song that stuck out to me, the baby song. Gotcha. All right, now. All right, cool. That was a good little smooth start of the beat. Best Us. Let's keep it moving. So number two for our, on our Best list is this. What song do you remember most fondly for Shanti and why? All right. I'm going to change the order up a little bit. I'm going to go to John on this one first. Uh, <laughs> what do you remember most? What song do you remember most fun about Shanti when you hear Shanti? What do you remember? There's a couple things that come to mind when I hear the name of Shanti or whatever. I I and so probably more so now that um, some developments have come out about the music that she's written and how um, uh, Miss J Lo is. <laughs> maybe not the singer we thought she was so usually like when I hear Shanti I kind of that kind of pops into my head and I'll be like yeah oh yeah yeah um I do <laughs> I do remember that the big thing with Shanti it was like every time she really all of her hits at that time her early hits were all something about somebody's baby and and it was repetitive so um when I do hear Ashanti I, it just like I kind of it kind of takes me back to graduating um, high school, <clears throat> my first job, my first job in the kitchen, um, and just hearing those songs from her. Kind of you know, it's music is one of those things that can take your mind back and put you right back in that place. So you know, Ashanti was a big part of the music scene then. So you know, you hear Ashanti, you gonna. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be something that you've done or heard, or you were somewhere, or you didn't like somebody, or you was in love mm -hmm. with somebody. It's always gonna be at least <laughs> one, one instance with both of them, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. That is gonna be a big part when you hear their names and their music. Got you. All right, down with that. All right, cool. So I'm gonna go to myself next. And uh, I'm gonna say, um, actually, it was foolish for me when, when Foolish came out, and I said, I really got to debut who Ashanti was. I was like, um, whoa, you know, somebody else, somebody's different. Like, that's a different kind of flavor, giving us a little, you know, sauciness a little bit. So I was like, all right, she let's see what she's giving before we before we uh, move to the next one. Um, so yeah, for me, it was it was definitely foolish. I definitely uh, so that's my most fond memory of Ashanti. What it all began for me, um, and so I'm gonna. Um, Ask Miss Goldie now. You know, see, see how you feeling about this. What song do you most remember finally about Mr. Shanti and why? Um, definitely to follow up what you were saying, definitely foolish. Um, I think that's a shot in my opinion, I believe that's Ashanti's trademark song. Like, I feel like those who grew up in that era and those who was around during that era, and you say the name Ashanti, I feel like 
that's one of her trademark songs, Foolish. Like people are gonna instantly think of that song. And that's literally the first song that comes into mind when I think of Ashanti. So I would say Foolish for Ashanti. Um, and for Keisha Cole. Um, oh, well, well, we can get there. Yeah, hold on, hold on to that one. Hold on to that one. I would say Foolish, Foolish. Boom, boom. Okay, cool. Hold on. We're getting there. We're getting there. All right, cool. So, Sir Aaron Mack, you probably didn't expect me to come last. Ha-ha, I got you. Nah, just, right, just playing. Um, <laughs> so, what's your most fondest song of Ashanti? So, oh, wow. I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to put two out there. My, and they both come from the same album, The Declaration. Mm-hmm. One right. is struggle I, I did like that song i don't know what it is but that declaration album i was in my mid-20s and God. i just connected with that so much and also her song you're gonna miss because that was i can't tell you how many i always sing a song to a boy it's always about a boy but yeah you know i i, I was you're gonna miss this dude Right here, you're gonna miss this dude. This yeah, <laughs> I still I, I remember exactly what I sang that to, but I'm not gonna tell y'all. But anyway, <laughs> we're not gonna go that deep. That <laughs> <laughs> we're not going that deep. Okay, we're not gonna go that deep right now. I got it. Sorry. All right, cool. That's okay. But maybe next time, maybe you have another sip. Um, number three. <laughs> um, halfway through the beats, a best us halfway through. So. What song do you remember most fondly of Keisha Cole and why? Um, and I guess I'm going to start off with that because I love Keisha Cole. And I'm going to go back to her first album where I changed my mind, came out with that head colored hair. I was like, first of all, Kanye West is endorsing somebody new, which means we got to pay attention because, you know, he was the black president before, you know, Obama. And I'm like, okay, who's that? And then she came out, I'm just saying, it would have been better than Trump. At least. And so she comes out singing her heart out with that hair and a little gap. I was like, yes, come on, mama, sing. And I'm like, sister. Right. <laughs> and next thing you know, the reality show came out. I fell more in love with her. Um, and so I'm going to say that's <laughs> my uh, Keisha Cole moment. Um, find this song for me. Um, I'm going to go, um, since, since Goldie Tag team me in. Oh, my, this is dying. Okay, I got to put another chart. Good. Goldie, talk to me. I'm going to... Um, what do you think about your Keisha Cole song? Um, and most fun, most fun song of Keisha Cole and why? Sorry. Um, okay, so wow, I have a lot. Um, most found song. I would say love. I would say love for um Keisha Cole. Um, that song really made me that song kind of introduced me to her when I was a kid. Cause mind you, when she was mm-hmm. coming out, I was growing up. Um right. so I would say love, you know, her vocals in that song and just like the, you could tell, you could hear the emotion in her voice in that song, like through her vocals. Like that song comes into mind when I think of Keisha Cole. I would definitely say love. Awesome. Okay, cool. Bam. Period. Period. From the heart. Okay, yeah. cool. So, uh, Aaron Matt, Keisha Cole, find a song or why? Okay, I, I, I have to go back to that second album again. I remember, and for me, man, like I had just broken up with the first boyfriend that I feel that I actually like loved, loved for real. 
So for me, and, and that was just one of our all periods before getting back together, before breaking up for good. Mm-hmm. But um, I really, I still remember how she did that video. And in part of the video, she, she showed her feet. And I was like, it's what it keeps her feet. But anyway, but yeah, I, I love that song. And I remember as she was singing, there's a part where this dude like appeared out of nowhere behind her. And I was like, you get your hands off of her. Don't you touch her, you know? Anyway, I, I, I was crazy, but yeah. I remember when I stormed out. Right. <clears throat> Best fan, she must beat her up, right? <clears throat> Got to. <laughs> All right, JRV, talk to me. Keisha Cole, finest moment of why? Uh, I I'm gonna have to say last night. Okay. You know, you had Diddy come on in there doing his little shuffle. Uh, uh, that was a little uh, nostalgia, yeah. you know. Um, last night. Yeah. Right, right, right. That was a good one. Yeah. So I that was one of that was one of her dope ones for me. Yeah. I just remember the car and everything that they was it I don't know, I just is and you know, videos have changed so much. I feel like that was kind of like the beginning of the not the beginning of the end, but like yeah, the beginning of the end of like the way we see music videos. Or the way that they come, that they make them now. Right. Definitely. Everything's mostly virtual, too. So, yeah, it was more, it was a production because that's what, that's like you want, you want to go home and you wanted to watch the the video lineup. That's kind of how you heard the new music and stuff like that. So, I do remember that video. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody's got a cell phone in the street. Right. Okay. See, that's that's how they work. Video talk about how much money they got. Hello. And so uh, last but not least, about Best Us. Is your favorite album by each artist and why? And if you can, name your top two, two, three songs. Um, Might be hard for some of us because, again, like I said, I'll start with myself. Um, I'm going to start with Ashanti. Looks like she had a couple albums I ain't even never heard of. Okay. (laughs) All I can give you is Ashanti the Apple and Foolish and, and Baby on there. That's it. That's all you're going to get from me um, when it comes to Ashanti. Um, and then, um, yeah, that's it. I'm going to move on. I'm sorry. Um, I, I want to say, I can't say I'm a woman because we all know who she is. But when it comes to the music, that's a whole different thing. As far as the, the uh, Ms. Keisha Cole, you know what I'm saying? It's a different story. It's a different story. You know, and she, she still got this music coming out and rocking. So um, I'm going to have to say, though, when it comes to Kishiko, my favorite, it's always going to be number one. Because for me, what that did for me in my eyes of music, because music was in a, you know, on a catapult trying to change, figure out what was going, you know, all these different things were starting to happen. And when she came across that gate, stole them fingers down the gate with that hair, and she started, oh, my God. For me, I was just like, I want to know more. 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 And then she kept singing. And then she hit you with the love and all that. I was like, okay, well, she's trying to, she's, she's putting the R in the B, in the R&B. Okay, so I'm going to give her that. So uh, that's going to be my uh, Keisha Cole for me. So all right, my favorites. All right, cool. Um, Aaron Mack. 
Are you ready? Talk to me. <laughs> your favorites for uh, Keisha and for uh, Ashanti. My favorite for Keisha. You know something that just gets me just going every time I listen to it. And I always belt it out in the car. You know, I'm selling my car, but whatever. But um, Long Way Down from her Calling All Hearts album. Mm. That used to be my, not used to be, that still is my stuff. And as for Ashanti, that Declaration album really was a thing for me. Like, I loved and loved that. Oh, crap. (laughs) You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this and show how much I really love Ashanti. I actually got her demo album that she released because I was that into her. And when I first heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, Ashanti can sing her butt off. Why doesn't she sing her butt off like that in music that she releases? And that's what sort of led me to realize, oh, once people establish a sound for themselves, they sort of stick with that sound. And that's part of the reason that I like the declaration because she started to show that she can really go on that album. But I'm, I'm going to go back to that demo CD and talk about, she has a song on it called Believe, which still, just listening to it, I love it. And she also has this churchy song on it that she belts. And I'm like, sing Ashanti. Anyway, so yeah, I'm going to throw that out. The demo CD is called Can't Stop, and you might mm-hmm. find it somewhere. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. Got you. Okay, and I'm going to go uh, go to Goldie on this. Your favorite from Ashanti, your favorite from uh, Keisha Cole, maybe a song or two on, the, on those albums. Okay, so Keisha Cole, definitely her second album. Definitely... As y'all know, Let It Go, featuring Missy Elliott and Little Kim. And I will say I remember. I Remember was another song that I grew up on listening. Um, probably I heard it like a thousand times as a kid. I will say I remember and Let It Go for her second album. Her second, and the collaboration she did with Diddy on last night. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I seen that video when it came out years ago. And I think like what you guys said was right. Like during that time period, you know, Videos was kind of different than how they are now, in a way. Um, I remember seeing that video in the cars, and, you know, I remember hearing Diddy voice, and, you know, that song was iconic to me. So, yeah, definitely her second album. Her second album did it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Ashanti, I'm not really a big fan of Ashanti, um, but I think she's a good, I think she's an amazing artist, and I think her voice is really nice. Um, I would say her first album, her first album, her introduction to the to the music world, her first one definitely set the tone. And I think, you know, Foolish and um say Foolish. And the and the baby song, like Foolish and the right. Baby song from Ashanti. Right. Gotcha. But definitely them too. No, we on the same page with that. Both yeah. the same way on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So um that's my least on this particular topic and the end of 
Bestest Out, John B. Talk to me, favorite Ashanti um, album and a couple songs and something for Kishi Call. Talk to me. Uh, all right. So um, for Ashanti, I'm going to go with Nostalgia, which um, for me would be the first album. I, that was what, 02? Um, I was in high school. So that that album was it was a rocker. It was it was it was hitting at that time. So I'm going to go with her first album. <clears throat> and of course, like the hits that were there that made like, you know, like solidified her as an artist at that time, which would be like, which would be um, the foolish and baby. Um, mm-hmm. And then for Miss Cole. um. I would have to say it's kind of a toss-up, really, because I mean I feel like she had one of her one of her biggest hits, which also solidified her in her freshman album, and then in her sophomore album she had maybe two or three that were like uh, continuously on the radio. Um, so I, I'm I'm gonna mesh those two together. Um, her her <laughs> fresh uh, freshman and sophomore um, uh, sophomore albums, those. Um, and just the hits, you know. Um, if anybody who really knows me knows that, give me some Ella Fitzgerald and some, um, and, or Patti LaBelle, so I go out to the back, <laughs> you know, um, even at that time. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, if I have to, if I have to choose, those would be my, if I have to, you see if, what I, have, said, well, you if I have to, right, 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 yeah. felt better inside, got it. Okay, <laughs> so that has concluded. Uh, for part of our first part of our homo seat and our best us, uh, Keisha Cole versus Ashanti. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, for those of you out there who are uh, tuning in, if, you know, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and let us know. Say something in there if you want to weigh in on what we was talking about. But it was still to still homo seat. We still have one more part of homo seat. So we're gonna move things along right now to uh, Mr. Aaron Mack, and he's gonna take over our uh, second part of homo seat today. All right. So this. Second part of almost T as I talk and stall. Okay. <laughs> by by transition. So it's B, by B I by B Y transition. So, and this was originally a part of some Rocky C because this is relevant to our good friend Rocky. So, mm-hmm. Rocky dated an attractive feminine dude some time ago. And he, the feminine dude, is now transitioning to a woman. They are revisiting the possibility of dating. And she said that would now make Rocky bisexual with them revisiting dating because she is now a woman as opposed to and okay y'all get it. and <laughs> now of course we wish labels didn't exist nevertheless let's chop it up okay so if someone you've dated for a year in a same gender relationship changes their gender to a new or former gender, i.e. somebody, a man becoming a woman for the first, a cis man becoming a trans woman for the first time, or 
a trans man going back to being a, a cis woman. I, I don't know if you can use those terms, but like I said, we don't like labels. But uh, if, if they change their gender for all the right reasons and you stay together, are you now by why and why not and what can you call yourself and under what condition is the relationship now heterosexual all oh, right and i'll go to you, you know what I, I i will go ahead and answer <laughs> sorry sorry okay so are you now bi if you stay together? I know we don't like labels. And I don't think my answer is going to be a popular answer, but I'm going to say it. Because technically, I feel that whatever gender you transition to you are that gender, no question. So that would mean that you now like men and you like this woman, you know? So I, I feel that would make you bi. Um, even though I, I get it, what you're liking is the person themselves. And I, I dig that. And, and I think that's cool. You know, that's a little... Uh, Demisexual, boom, bringing that up again. But I, I, I think that's good, you know? And I think that's how it should be. Anyway, okay. So I will go to Troy. Okay. <clears throat> um, technically, um, I'm not gonna say what, if, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna jump directly to what it will make me. If that's considered being on a pansexual, that would just make me pansexual. Like it wouldn't change who I am um, because I'm connected to that person. But if it's someone who is a gay man who is now, you know, dating a trans woman, I, I don't, you know, I doesn't, I don't think that makes him bi. Just for like that connection together is just different, and, and that's just an understanding you got to accept for that person becoming them. But I don't know. I, 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 being pansexual, I don't know how to. Say that because I can't put myself in their shoes because I'm going to always say I'm going to be me. <laughs> so that's going to be, you know, how I'm going to take that. But um, I don't think that, I think mm -hmm. that if he's willing to just be comfortable with loving that person because he's already been in love with that person, regardless of who they have to become now, then he should go ahead and be with that person and don't even worry about what the label is. What's the label? Love. In love. That's it. Let it be that and call it a day. Like, period. Like, it, didn't, it, sh it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't, like, stop him from wanting to be with that person because now, like, well, wait, am I not gay no more? Am I not bi? Like, what, your label is love. Go be in love. That's what you want to be and call it a day. So that's my two cents. Okay. John, and we're, we're saving Goldie for last. John. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So... I mean, yeah, I, I, I to piggyback on Troy, it, 
you know, which, you know, if that's what the person you in love with, you know, that, and that's your, you know, your sexual pre preference, then fine. I'm going to keep this real cute. Cause I don't want this to be one of them videos they find after I get my show on food network. <laughs> and, and I got to do an apology tour. Um, but I think okay. one part of that is um, what you like. And if, uh, the person that is transitioning, if they cut off a piece of themselves that you enjoy, then that might not even be a thing for you because you may like a more feminine man, but you still want to be with a man. And that, that part of their anatomy is what attracts you to them, even though that they're soft or whatever have you, uh, like a woman, they're still a man. So the, the fact of being with someone that has transitioned, it just would just depend on how you feel about that. So, and I feel that everyone now is kind of fighting for the right to be called what they want to be called. So when, if you tell me now that you bisexual because you're with uh, trans, then okay, because it doesn't really affect me or have anything to really do with me it's it's all about how you feel about the situation and if that makes sense <laughs> it does yeah. now I, I i'll uh interject right quick just before we go to goldie perhaps pansexual is the better classification for the person because it's like anyway goldie sorry Okay, so I feel as though if a person, I feel like that does not make you bisexual um, because I feel like it's more so about the person. Just because the person transitioned and now they change their gender and you still have that attraction for them because you you have love for them, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to like every other trans girl or every other trans man or cis, whatever the person trans, um, transitioned into. So I don't think that makes you bisexual. I think it's kind of leaning towards pansexual because you're thinking about the actual person, you know, more so, especially if you have memories and you have, you know, love for the person, you know, all of that barricades what's, you know, they're turning into or what they transitioned into already. And my experience, um, because I actually, I am a trans woman. So there's guys that I dated before I transitioned and that see me now that, you know, and it's crazy that, th that this is a thing because like, it, it's, this is real. Like, this is what real people go through and myself being trans, I could say, um, it's all about the person. I know some openly like bisexual people that, or, or and pansexual people, because there's a difference between pansexual and bisexual that yeah. a lot of people don't understand the difference, but there is a difference. Yes. Um, I feel as though it's ultimately about the person because I know personally, um, some guys that I dated before I transitioned, I probably wouldn't date now because when I was in a relationship with them, with them, I was, I still was myself on the inside, but I wasn't fully myself. My, my soul wasn't matching my outer appearance fully. I was kind of coding that, dating them. So, you know, um, so I would say, I would say, no, it doesn't. It's all about the, the person. It doesn't make you bisexual. And I think that nine times out of 10, 
if you're dating somebody and if you really get to know that person, you're going to know if they're like, if they're trans deep down inside, if you really get to know that person. Cause it's some of the guys that I dated that look at me now and they'd be like, oh, well, when I, when I dated you, when you were such and such, I knew you was, I knew this is what you, I knew you was a woman already. Like I knew it, you know? Um, so yeah, I would say it doesn't make you bisexual. It's about the person. Um, I think that we trans people have a heart in this world that a lot of people don't understand. And a lot of people judge us. And a lot of people think that because we was born a certain way, that's what we're always going to be. And that's not true. I don't, I don't look at it like that. I don't think that because nobody's asked to be born, born a gender, but I feel like your soul indicates what gender you are. That's just honestly my opinion. Like, and I don't agree with what you, what you, because some people look at it like that. Like, okay, well you was born this way. So that person's always going to be like that. And then some people look at genitalia, you know, some people, because there are trans people that have, that are post-op and that have had the surgery, you know, the post-op surgery. So there's some people that look at genitalia, they'll be like, okay, well, if you have this part and you can still fulfill me in the bedroom, I can still date you, no matter if you're transitioning into a girl or not. And then there's some people that don't care about genitalia and be like, okay, well, I still see you for the person that I fell in love with, you know, minus what you're going through and minus what journey you're going on. I'm going to support you and love you because... I'm, I fell in love with the person you are. Not necessarily saying I like every, uh, now that you're a trans woman, that I like every other trans woman that's out there. I just like you. So I think it's more of a, a pansexual thing. It, to me, I think it leans more towards a pansexual thing than a bisexual thing. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I would say. Um, I don't think it makes a person bisexual. And just say, like what you like and do what you do. Just make sure you don't get that shit on my shoe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. And um, yeah. I, I'm gonna really quickly answer this, and this will be the last part <clears throat> of it, which is, what can you call yourself? And I would put you in the pansexual slash demisexual category. Demisexual is somebody who's attracted to somebody else because of who they are so that's why i would say pansexual slash demisexual so it's not so much what you may or may not have going on downtown it's about who you are as a person and joy yes so basically that's been uh the homo's tea for the day Oh, well, I I, I was saying you could answer that, and that will... Oh, that's a question? Yeah. Um, In regards to that, I feel like... I mean, I don't know about the demisexual thing. I mean, no offense to nobody, but... um, That that just sounds like... I'm not going to say this. I feel like, John, they're going to come back for me. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Um, um, I, I would say it's more on the pansexual than bisexual, just because now you're not, you go from being attracted to a man to being attracted to a trans woman, which is something of a trait of a pansexual. So I would agree that it's more of a pansexual than a bisexual, I would agree. Yeah. Goldie? I would definitely agree with what Troy said. And what you said, it definitely falls in the line of pansexual. Um, I think that, yeah, I agree with what you guys said, um, because you're looking at the person um because there's some people that they might date somebody and then they transition 
they still might find that person attractive because they know who that person was before and they fell in love with that person before, but they're not attracted to any other trans woman or it might be the opposite. It might be they do start to get attracted to other trans women because now they're involved with a trans woman. So I think it falls in between being pansexual. <laughs> yes. John B. Well, I'm not going to tell you what to call yourself because uh, I've just heard all of these things for the first time myself. <laughs> um, so I really wouldn't know. But all I can say is uh, call yourself what you like. Get that nut and pay your bills. Those are the only that's the only stuff I could tell you definitively. <laughs> the head, get that bread, then leave. Now, what would you do for yourself? What'd you say? What would you call yourself? What would I call myself? Oh, I'm just regular old gay. <laughs> I don't even know what letter that go with. So, uh, just regular old gay. <laughs> okay. Regular degular. In a relationship where I am the top. <laughs> oh, I know that's right, Jonathan. You better just, uh, <laughs> yes. Represent. Go ahead. Um, yeah. And yourself, Aaron, I guess as we close out homos tea. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I gave my answer first, then I called you. I know. I was just saying, what you, you just, but you said, what do you consider yourself? I guess I thought you still oh, now. I consider, what would I consider myself in such a yeah. circumstance? I, I, again, I, I think that's more demisexual, pansexual, but what am I sexually right now? I am a homosexual, uh, I, I playfully call myself gay pain because gay I, I, I am attracted to man, be it a cis man or a trans man. I am attracted to man. So that's why I say gay pain. I don't know. I just made something up, but you know. I do what you're saying. You're gay. You're not quite pans because you don't like everything. What you pan enough to be with trans man? I get it. Okay. I, I, I'm not pan enough to be with any one woman. Is my thing. I'm not attracted to uh, womanness. I, I love it as as a thing. I'm like, oh, you know, see, diva. <laughs> you know, I, I love my divas. <laughs> I, I'm not. Uh, Sexually, really attracted to it, not for real. Got it. Not significantly. Okay, well, y'all heard it here first. It's almost T. Uh, you know, and we had shout out to our uh, best S with uh, Shanti and Keisha Cole. You know, we had to bring it to the table, even though it didn't happen. We still have to do it like we always do. And shout out to our special guests for being able to jump on and make it happen. Um, we don't do that every week. <laughs> you guys were special treat today. So thank you all for uh, doing that with us. And uh, we're going to keep things moving to our main topics on today. But, you know, just have to show some love um, to those out there um, that are tuning in and want to be a part of it. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and, uh, you know, let us know. Weigh in on that. The Homos Talk Show. It's your boy, Troy Reeks Music with my New York leather today. Aaron Mack and I am here. Chef Jonathan Broadwater. Hottest chef you haven't heard about yet. Go to
the hottest trans brown friend that you probably heard of. Period. I'm in Jersey now, by way of Queens, New York. I'm from North New Jersey, Brick City. Um, York. Right here, what on Verse TV? 